Howdy-do, ladies and gentlemen, happy to have you back with us for Episode 7. I am so very excited about our live-in-studio guest today. Uh, this one could take the cake on all interviews thus far, so can't wait to get into that later on in the show. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get the show started. <laughs> These shows are inevitably going to become longer, as I even try to maintain with the madness, the clownery going on every single moment, it seems like. We got Rochelle Walensky out, finally, at the head of the CDC, she is done, she is no mas. I don't know how you feel about that, but I am... Well, to be quite honest with you, I have mixed emotions. She was she was very easy to see through if you had any eyes to see with, ears to hear with. Um, it was just one contradiction after another. Do you all remember that? Uh, she doesn't seem to remember it, but do you remember that uh, little interview she gave on MSNBC several years ago when she was telling you that all of the science and data showed that the inoculations were working and were effective. If you don't recall, here's a little snippet of it for you. I'm so impressed with our ability to vaccinate at a clip of 3 million vaccinations a day. We have 93 million Americans who have gotten their first dose, um, 51 million who have gotten their second dose. And we have, we can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. And there you have it. Once again, Rochelle Lewinsky. Why do I say Lewinsky? I'm thinking of a, <laughs> I'm thinking of another president here. Rochelle Walensky is out as the head of the CDC. Now, I certainly do not hope that we jump from the skillet into the frying pan, but I'm certainly not holding my breath. But goodness gracious, it's hard to get any more pathetic and, uh, and insane than that. Shifting gears, I'm honestly thinking about making a new segment called Which Bank Collapse Occurred This Week? The most recent being First Republic Bank in a series of smaller bank failures that are occurring at very concerning rates at this point in time. They are being bought up by much bigger fish. First Republic being bought out by J.P. Morgan, but obviously an indication that all is not well in the financial sector. It will be probably some time before we see how this all unravels, but First Republic is the latest in the string of bank failures. Now, as you're driving around in your vehicle these days, and if you happen to be passing some nice, beautiful rolling farmland... Chances are these days that you have a much higher probability of that farmland being owned uh, in some way, shape, or form or have some kind of ties to the CCP. That's right, China farmland is becoming a major issue in the United States today. In 2010, CCP-connected farmland was roughly 14,000 acres. 
So 2010, you had 14,000 acres. That number has spiked to in the year 2020 to 352,000 acres. And you have states that are introducing, passing legislation that is forbidding and preventing the acquisition of farmland by the Communist Chinese Party. Now, of course, that makes it, uh, you know, that begs the question, how exactly do you enforce all of this? Because you can create shell companies, which then goes and buys the land. This, you know, it kind of creates a, you know, a legal nightmare. So not really sure how you go about, um, you know, preventing this thing from happening in the future, but certainly it is an issue and it needs to be uh, rectified somehow. Uh, turning our attention to the southern border now, we have had, since 2021, we have had 6.3 million illegal aliens that have come across the border since January 2021. Now, to put that into perspective a little bit, we have 33 states in the United States with populations below 6.3 million. I live in one of them. So 6.3 million have crossed in the past two years, four months. That is alarming. Now, if that weren't concerning enough, we have Title 42 that is getting ready to expire. Won't get into the nuts and bolts of what that all is, but that was basically something that was enacted during the previous administration that prevented illegals from coming into the country as it was relating to the pandemic that occurred but that Title 42 is set to expire, and once it does, then the real illegal immigration issue is going to come to fruition. Then they're really going to be coming over in droves. And I have seen video of the lines that are currently just south of the southern border, and I, I, I honestly have never seen anything like it. I um, We're getting ready to have a real big problem in this kind of... It's already a problem, okay? It's already an issue. We've heard about the crimes, the murders, everything that's taken place um, with these these folks that have come into the country illegally. But it's getting ready to really ratchet up, and what can you say? I mean, we know the reasons of why uh, there's a certain party that is completely in favor of this, but, you know, these... These elitists are just, they have to have the complete collapse of this country in order to enact and bring about all of these egregious things that they wish to have happen. And the complete collapse of this country is one of those things, and it's perhaps the biggest. But they are working on it, and they have been quite successful to this point. But we need more people to wake up. That's what we're trying to do. That's Perhaps the prime objective of this show is to help wake people up. Again, please spread the word. Okay, I've got our, our, our producer is frantically waving at me right now that we have to do, we have to go immediately into our interview segment. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get right on that. All right, now I am very happy to have our next guest in studio with us. We had to do a little bit of finagling uh, with the scheduling uh, in order to have this uh, work out just as we needed it to. Uh, but joining us in studio, we have a very distinguished guest. 
Uh, we have set up a twin bed in the corner of the studio as it is almost his nap time. Now, I have been prepped that whatever answers or responses we receive from our guests today, that I am to react as if all the responses are clear, succinct, sufficient, and effectively answer each question in its entirety. Our guest's head of PR stated that these were the conditions in order to set up today's interview. We at Clown World Matrix agreed to these terms and as a result are happy to welcome live in studio today the resident of the United States, Bo Jiden. Resident Jiden, we are very pleased and honored to have you with us today. Folks, and we can be pleasured as I'm happy to butt on down the road. It could be something different. Indeed so. Well, Resident Jiden, in your own words, how would you describe the state of the economy as it stands today? I thought he played a role in the matter, but as it turns out, I mean, look, here's the situation. If the clock were turned back 10 years, we might have had a chance to do so, but nevertheless, it was inevitable. So now, we need to focus on aftermath, but until then, stay the course. Oh, yes. I can see that. Well, moving along then. Many people believe that the United States is currently in an all-out proxy war with Russia right now, and that China now heavily factors into the equation. What can you say right now to help calm the fears and concerns of the American people who are nervous about the possibility of being dragged into a nuclear conflict with the aforementioned countries? Look, when I grew up in the rural areas of Bermuda, we played soccer as little kids with the old folks. We sometimes kept score, but the horses kept running through the field. That's why I ran for Senate once I graduated in the top tooth of my class. It needed to happen. Once it did, we had the most success in our state's history. Come on, man. We said it must be negotiated. And it did. Truly. What possibly could the American people fear knowing this? Mr. Resident, you recently came out with a new decision that penalizes home borrowers with good credit to then subsidize those with poor credit. Cheddar biscuits. Okay. So those who have made sound and wise financial decisions to obtain good credit scores are now going to have to pay a penalty for having done so. And those penalties are then going to be given to those who have made unwise, foolish, and irresponsible decisions with their money. Mr. Resident, do you honestly believe this to be fair in any capacity whatsoever? That guy said there was a cat who was dressed up like a bear. I said there was no way out. Mr. Resident. How is this even going to help the housing market at all with the rising interest rates and inflation we are currently witnessing in all market sectors? Barack Obama initially drafted it. We just added some training wheels. It wasn't until the aliens arrived that the egg finally hatched. So, we can't always put it back, but some could potentially be taken away. Full moons. They only come around once a year. Hmm. Okay. 
Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Mr. Resident. You are now in your 80s. Some would say, and I don't know where they are formulating this crazy off-the-wall concept, that your cognitive glory days are behind you. How would you describe your mental focus, Mr. Resident? (laughs) Oh, it's focused. I mean, some would say that leprechauns are not real. I mean, come on, man. Either they are or they aren't. It's all about perception. You have to cross the road and you take the choice. We rolled the dice and it was heads. But, but sometimes you get tails. Okay, let's try something else. Mr. Resident, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chocolate chip. Oh, oh, wow. Chocolate chocolate chip, great, wonderful. Mr. Resident, what message do you have for your 81 million alleged voters in why they should vote for you again in 2024, who may be having buyer's remorse right now look ducks swim in the channels prairie dogs conquer mountains air escapes the darkness of the caves and if we all pitch in and look we can partner with the greatest interlockers to create the hegemony needed to raise the stakes of the game it must happen if we are to build the coalition needed to defeat the MAGA republicans Can you help me better understand... Jill, Jill, how much time left is there? I'm sorry, Mr. Resident, do you need to go? Jill Jill says we're going now. Absolutely, I, I certainly understand. We certainly appreciate your time today. Any final words or thoughts before you leave us today? Functionally speaking, it's all under the sky. We can chase the clouds, but they sometimes become rain. Now, if you're a cat, you know that's not a good thing. But cats are good on their feet. And that's why we all need good shoes. Elizabeth Shue was a good actor. But I would never want another Karate Kid film. Because I think it was all jujitsu. Black belts, orange belts, leather belts, they all can work but they don't have to. So keep watering your garden. If it's going to rain anyway, water your garden. And water your neighbor's garden, even if they don't have one. Play ball! Wow. And with that, we thank you, Resident Bo Jiden, for taking the time to be with us on Clown World Matrix today. All right, we certainly thank... Our resident commander-in-chief, Mr. Bo Jiden, for being with us in the studio today. I see him over in the corner now. He's already, looks like he's, uh, he's getting ensconced in the, in the twin bed where he shall hopefully have a good nap for the duration. Um, so this week I had, I had people ask me, Gabriel, did, did you tune into the coronation this past Saturday? Did you see the king become the king? No, I did not watch the coronation. I, I, was, I was busy looking at the back of my eyelids when all of that went down. I, had, I could not have had a less of a desire to watch 
all of that madness, you know. I don't need to see them place the gold crown on that reptilian's scales. Well, that's a whole other issue. We'll just call him Chaz. King Chaz, I have no desire to see that. I do not care. That is a bunch of fanfare that is absolutely pointless. Those entities feed off of that. They feed off of you tuning in to all of their regalia and formalities and pomp and circumstance. It's just, it's not for me. It shouldn't be for you. It shouldn't be for anybody. Nobody should tune into that. If everybody just didn't tune in, if all of, if all of us just grouped together and didn't recognize that family as the royal family, as the crown, the royalty... If we just didn't recognize it for so, how what would that what would that make them? If all of humanity, if the royal guard that you know they stand there and you know walk over kids if they happen to stand in the way of their procession, you know if we just stopped recognizing it as such, what would that make? They would just make them people, just ordinary everyday people. But we continue to hold them up. We can contri- we continue to bow the knee at the crown. And we tune in and we watch all over the world as the coronation of the Archbishop of Canterbury places the, the crown on the king. Long live the king. If we do, if we, we've got to stop doing that. But until we do, we'll continue on with this madness. Anyway, that's my two cents on the coronation. Well, now I see in the corner that uh, resident Bo Jiden appears to have nodded off, so I'm going to go ahead and cover this little segment while he is asleep. So, the White House press office has barred the New York Post from attending President Biden's only daytime public event Monday as federal prosecutors near a decision on criminally charging first son Hunter Biden for tax fraud and other crimes. I'll go ahead and give you the full rundown of what's going to happen with respect to Hunter Biden. That being absolutely nothing. That is what that that is the full extent of charges and um, ramifications as it goes with Hunter Biden. Absolutely nothing will come of this, and I will retract my comments if anything ever does. Once you realize that there is a multi-tier legal system, you realize how things work. These people are not subject to criminal law like you and I are. They just ride above it. They're not subject to it, and therefore they never face any legal ramifications as a result. So don't get too hyped up. Nothing going to happen. All right, on this week's segment of Gaslighting of the Week, we are featuring Rosemary's baby, Chelsea Clinton. And without further ado, this week's Gaslighting of the Week. So in a recent interview, Chelsea Clinton has announced she has teamed up with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to combat vaccine hesitancy in the aftermath of COVID-19. So Chelsea Clinton is teaming up with organizations, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, and UNICEF in her target to achieve the biggest, quote, childhood immunization effort ever. So what happened? 
Clinton, who serves as the vice chair of the Clinton Health Access Initiative, a global health organization that aims to expand access to care and treatment for various diseases, will be working with the World Health Organization in an effort dubbed the, quote, the big catch-up, as reported by Fortune magazine. Quote, no one should die of polio, measles, or pneumonia, including in this country where we also need people to vaccinate their kids, said Clinton, according to the Fortune report. The former first daughter also warned that the world is less prepared for a future pandemic than it was before COVID-19. She reportedly ascribed this to a, quote, lack of trust and confidence in scientists and in public health professionals. We all deserve to hopefully not be as unprepared as I worry we are at the moment, said Clinton, according to the report. This is why it matters. The big catch-up is a targeted effort to boost vaccination among children after levels declined, wonder why that would happen, in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, according to a WHO statement. The 18-month WHO effort is turning into, quote, the largest child immunization effort ever, according to Clinton, reported Fortune magazine. Clinton termed the pandemic-era rise in vaccine hesitancy, quote, unfortunate, while reportedly admitting that she had tempered her comments. WHO said its catch-up efforts will, f- will focus on 20 countries where three-quarters of children missed vaccinations in 2021. Now, I will give you a little bit of audio as much as I think we can all stomach. This is straight from the horse's mouth. No offense to horses. new effort that we're a part of uh, is the new initiative launched by the World Health Organization last week to try to catch kids up on their routine immunizations. And so we're working with WHO and the Gates Foundation and others uh, to hopefully have the largest uh, kind of childhood immunization effort ever. And with that, you have this week's Gaslighting of the Week. Thank you, Rosemary's Baby. And that's going to do it for us this week here at Clown World Matrix. I want to thank you, as always, for tuning in to this week's podcast. Episode 7 is in the bag. If you have not done so already, please subscribe to Clown World Matrix on your favorite podcast platform. Please like, share, subscribe, share it with a friend. As always, we're trying to spread the message, the word on Clown World Matrix. We thank you for tuning in this week. As always, remember to come back next week where we will have a fresh, beautiful, lovely new episode of Clown World Matrix. I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 